Hi everyone and welcome to the Pilgrim Story Hour. My name is Moni Dujeji and as you can see today I'm out and about on a walk on one of the trails that are in this beautiful city where I'm currently living named Ottawa in Canada and it's the fall and the season is changing and the colors are starting to change and so I thought I would bring you this story from the trails near my home. Now today's story is called the perfect pilgrim, the myth of this perfect pilgrim. I'm sure we've all heard about this mythical creature, you know, that pilgrim that always walks and never ever takes a bus or a taxi to get to their next location. The pilgrim that is always carrying their backpack. They certainly would never be seen having that backpack shipped by a taxi to another albergue. And certainly they stay in all of the albergues and the refugios. They never stay in private accommodations. And so many more myths that I'm sure you'll hear about as you're preparing for your pilgrimage or if you're on that pilgrimage yourself right now. And I have to admit, you know, I'm quite familiar with this perfect pilgrim because when I did my first Camino, I believe that was the only way to walk. And so I did what I thought this mythical perfect pilgrim needs to do. And even as I walked from Rome to Jerusalem, I really believed that uh, there was this perfect way to walk. And I didn't think twice about it um, until much later in my own journey um, as I was walking towards Jerusalem. I must say, I mean, it was to the point where I would not accept a ride unless I was very sick. And the times that I was sick, there was one occasion in Croatia when I, when I did get really sick and I accepted a ride, but under the condition that they would drive me back to the place where I stopped so that I could keep walking and say that I didn't cheat. I actually walked every single one of those 5,000 kilometers. It was a pretty extreme way um, of living and I really didn't give it much thought. But when I started to really reflect on how unhappy I was with my pilgrimage and why was I unhappy and why was I losing the fun of why I started to go on this pilgrimage in the first place, I began to realize that I had a really a lot of strong beliefs around this idea of perfection. and. Perfection to me, I understood, came from a sense of control, of really wanting to control everything around me. And that realization also made me appreciate that it was because I didn't really trust myself on my pilgrimage. I really didn't trust that I was supported on my pilgrimage in any way. Even though I was receiving proof to the contrary all the time, there was still that feeling that um, I needed to control everything. And so a lot of what I had to deal with was the issue around letting go of my need to control and to simply trust that I was going to respond and know how to respond and have the resources that I need in the moment that I need them. I also appreciated that there was a voice that was inside my mind. There was that voice inside of me, that critic that was continually saying, you can do this better. There is another way of doing it. Um, you should be doing it this way and not the other way. And that voice I kind of understood because that was a voice that I had grown up, grown up with. Now, with all of their best intentions and all of their love, my parents did the best when they 
believed that by telling me to do better, they were encouraging me to actually work harder and aim for a level that they believed would make me a better person. So when I got the 90 in my at school, they said, well, why don't you get 95? Or if I didn't get 95, why didn't, if I got 95, why didn't you get 100? And there was that whole, I grew up with that whole notion that there was always something better that I can do, I could be doing it better, I could be doing it more perfectly. And it was this whole idea that translated into the rest of my life that made me a very demanding person with myself and very demanding with others. And it translated obviously into how I was walking and how I was doing my pilgrimages. And I decided to finally make peace with this inner critic in a moment when we had arrived in Turkey we had been walking for about nine months now. It was uh, September sometime. And the three-month visas that we had used to enter Turkey had expired. We didn't think it would take us three months to cross Turkey, but here we were. We were still in Alanya with at least a month's worth of walking to go, and our visas had expired. And they said the fastest way to renew our visas was to leave the country and come back in again and get a new visa. And the closest country was, was Cyprus. And the fastest way to go was to take a boat from Alanya to Cyprus. We could come back to Alanya, or we could elect to go, uh, go back to a place that was a town that was about 150 or 200 kilometers ahead of Alanya called Tajuchu. And we had been told that that stretch of walking from Alanya to, to Tashuchu was pretty intense in that it was more than like 40, 45 kilometers a day of walking, very little shelter, very little opportunity for water or for food or for rest. Um, and being summer, the, the heat and the lack of water was something we were battling with um, every day. And although we talked about, okay, you know, we can do this, we've done stretches like that before, um, let's go ahead, like kind of suck it up and let's just be the perfect pilgrims and do that again. I decided that no, that this time I was going to silence that inner critic and I was going to allow a different kind of peace to settle over me and to let go all of those expectations that I had placed upon myself of being this perfect pilgrim. And that was a very hard decision for me to make, to walk, to, to, to say that I'm going to skip a piece and still feel like I was a good pilgrim was something that took me a long time to, to come to terms with. But when I finally did, I saw that I, I made a, a kind of a, I felt a peace inside of me and I felt that I had moved forward in my personal journey towards self-acceptance and above all self-love. And it may seem like a small thing, but uh, for someone who was committed to that kind of personal quest of finding inner peace, to me it was a, a very large step indeed. So as you are on embarking on your pilgrimages, or even if you're walking right now, I encourage you to simply reflect a little bit on the beliefs that you have about what it means to be a pilgrim or what it means to be this perfect pilgrim and to see if there is any way that you can potentially make peace and let go of that perfect pilgrim. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to hear any stories that you may have about being this perfect pilgrim and please leave them for me in the comments below and uh, I do hope you tune in next time for another episode of the Pilgrim Story Hour. Thanks again and buen camino.